0: Pilgrim's Progress by John Bunyan, Chapter 4, In the Valleys of Humility and Death. In the Valley of Humility, Christian had severe trials. He had not gone far when he saw the fiend, Apollyon, coming across the field toward him. The sight of him filled Christian with fear, and he began to wonder what he should do. Should he go back in haste or stand his ground, going calmly on his way as if he had no fears? Then it occurred to him that he had no armor for his back, and to turn his back to the enemy would give him the opportunity to pierce his back with darts. He decided to hold his ground and keep straight on his way that would demonstrate his faith, uphold his principles, and be safer for his person than turning and running away. Soon Apollyon came near. He was a hideous monster to behold. He was covered with scales like a fish, of which he was very proud. He had wings like a dragon, feet like a bear, and a mouth like a lion, and out of his belly came fire and smoke. He came up and stared at Christian with a most horrible look and asked, Stranger, where do you come from and where are you going? Christian said, I am from the city of destruction, and I'm going to the city of Zion. Apollyon responded, then you are one of my subjects for all that country of destruction belongs to me. I'm the prince and God of it. Why have you run away from your king? Were it not that I might get more service out of you, I would strike you down right here. Christian said, I was indeed born in your dominion, but your service was too hard and your wages were such that no one could live on them, for the wages of sin is death. Therefore, when I had opportunity, I did like many others. I left that miserable country to find a better life. Pollyon said, you must know that no prince in that dominion gives up his subjects willingly. Neither will I give you up but since you complain of the service and wages, we can fix that. You go back, and whatever the country can afford in the way of pay, I will see that you get it. Christian said, but I have now given myself to another, to the king of all princes, and I cannot go back. Apollyon said, you have done according to the Proverbs. You have gone from bad to worse. You have jumped out of the frying pan into the fire but it is common for those who have accepted your king's promise and given themselves to his service after trying that for a while to give him the slip and return to my dominion. You do the same and all shall be well. Christian answered, My Lord has taken my burden and given me peace. I have given him my faith and sworn my allegiance to him. If I go back now, I should be hanged as a traitor. Pollyon said, you did the same to me, but I'm willing to forget it if you will go back and be loyal to your former master. What I promised you was in my youth before I knew any better way, but now the prince I serve is able to absolve me and pardon all that I did while in your service. And besides, to tell you the truth, Mr. Pollyon, I like his service, his wages, his servants, his government, his company and his country much better than yours, and all you can provide or promise, and you have never been one to keep your promise. I am his servant, and I will follow him. That is pure sentiment, Apollyon said. Consider again in cold blood what you are likely to encounter in the way you have chosen. You know that for the most part his, fellow, his followers suffer reproaches, perils, weariness, stripes, stonings, imprisonments, pain, and death, all because they oppose me and my kingdom. Think how many of them have been put to horrible death and your master never came from his mysterious, invisible, exalted dwelling place to deliver them. How can you count his services better than mine? Not many of my servants have ever been martyred All the world knows very well that I deliver either by power or by fraud those who have followed me from your master and his power, and be sure I will deliver you. Christian said, when he he for a time does not deliver his servants from trouble, it is for their good. It strengthens their faith and their love for the right and affords an opportunity for them to show the sincerity of their love and add to their rewards. And as for the death you speak of, it is only temporary. He delivers his servants out of death and gives them a perfect life beyond. His servants do not expect immediate deliverance from the petty dangers and discomforts of this present perishing world but are willing to wait on the Lord, knowing full well that they shall be more than well rewarded for all their sufferings when he comes in his glory with all his holy angels. Apollyon said, but you have already been unfaithful to him. Wherein have I been unfaithful to him? Christian responded. You stumbled and fell into the slew of despond. You turned aside out of the way to go to Legality's house for help at the advice of one worldly wise man. You slept and lost your book on the way. You were ready to turn back at the sight of the chain lines. And when you talk of what you have seen and heard in the way and all your Lord has done for you, it is with a certain inward desire for vain glory. Christian said, all this is true and much more, which you have left out. But the prince I serve is merciful, ready to forgive. Apollyon breaking into a terrific rage. I am an enemy to this prince. I hate his laws, his person and his people. I have come for the purpose of arresting you. Christian said, be careful, Apollyon, what you do. I am in the king's highway, the way of holiness and I am in his service. Therefore, take heed that you do not overstep your bounds. Then Apollyon sprang across the highway in front of Christian and said, I am without fear in this matter. Prepare yourself to die, for I swear by all the infernal powers that you shall go no further. I will take your soul right here. Then he hurled a flaming dart at Christian's heart, but Christian held out his shield and blocked it christian drew his sword and braced himself for battle apollyon came at him in fury throwing darts as thick as hail some struck above and some below christian's shield wounding him painfully in spite of all he could do to defend himself then he fell back a little seeing this apollyon came on with all his force here christian remembered his effectual prayer and took courage They fought up and down the highway for over half an hour, and Christian's strength was almost spent from loss of blood and sheer exhaustion. Apollyon perceived that Christian was gradually growing weaker. Taking advantage of this, he took hold of Christian and threw him to the ground. The Christian's sword flew out of his hands. Now, said Apollyon, I am sure I have you, and he almost beat him to death. But as God would have it, as Apollyon gave his final blows to finish him off, Christian's hand touched his sword, which gave him fresh spirit. He gripped to the sword with all his might and said, Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall rise again, giving Apollyon a deadly thrust, which caused him to fall back as if mortally wounded. Summoning all his strength, Christian rose to his feet and advanced toward him, crying. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. This was too much for Apollyon. He spread his wings and flew away. The battle over, Christian breathing heavily, said, I will give thanks to him who delivered me out of the mouth of the lion and has helped me to defeat Apollyon. Then there came to him a hand of mercy with healing leaves from the tree of life. Christian took the leaves and applied them to his wounds, which were soon healed. He sat down in that place to eat bread and drink from the bottle that was given him by prudence. Now, being refreshed, he resumed his journey with his sword in his hand, saying, I do not know but that some other enemy may attack me.